Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to Philippians 4 and 19. Again, that's Philippians 4 and 19. This is a familiar passage of scripture. And it reads, but my God shall supply your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Years ago, I was in college and I met a young lady and getting acquainted with the young lady. She invited me to attend her church. Well, I got a friend of mine to go with me. And and when we arrived at the church that Sunday morning, I'll never forget the name of that pastor's sermon. The name of his sermon was it may not be enough, but it will do. And I never forget my friend and I, we looked at each other and we kind of laughed. Even I knew back then that that sermon wasn't quite uh, right. But anyway, many Christians have that mentality. It may not be enough, but it will do. Now, it's okay if you start out right there. That's okay. You cannot help where you start. But, you know, oftentimes as we walk with God, God will bless us. He will increase our finances. However, our mentality sometimes will stay right there. What do you mean? You have the financial wherewithal to meet your own needs. But you know what? We'll say things like, you know what? You know, what I have is okay. What I have, it, it, it works for now. Oftentimes, it will disguise itself in the form of us saying things like, we'll get it later. I'll get it later. We'll work on that later. But God is dealing with you. No, you need to take care of this now. You need to take care of this now. The problem, again, once, once again, is this. With that mentality, you can't move forward. You can't receive God's best in your life. I know you may be saying, well, brother pastor, you kind of think you're trying to speak some tall words there. Well, let's let me give you an example of this. Years ago, I was in college and uh, I was working at a uh, at in the summer. And my summer job was being a counselor for these uh, these high school students, just encouraging them to to attend college, if you will. Well, anyway, one weekend we took the kids to Memphis. And while in Memphis, we were at the mall and I saw these high end dress shoes for ninety nine dollars. I couldn't believe it. I'm looking. These shoes are ninety nine dollars. You all I wanted those shoes. And you know what? I had the money to purchase the shoes. But you know what? I didn't purchase the shoes. You know what? I just said, well, you know, uh, I'll get it another time. You know, I'll, I'll wait on that. Now, once again, I had the money. Well, this was on a Saturday. That Monday morning, I received an unexpected check for $150. Well, you must understand, you already know that my heart sank. I was sick because I knew at that point that God wanted me to get those shoes. See, let me say this. If the if the check never came, I would have been fine. It looked like I would it would have looked like I was using good wisdom. But when that check arrived on Monday morning, I knew I was supposed to get those shoes that past Saturday. And there are some situations where you cannot go back. Some situations you miss the opportunity. Now let's look at let's look at this. That Poverty mentality 
kept me from receiving God's best. The word of God says he'll supply all of my needs, all of your needs, according to his riches in glory. Those high end shoes was according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But I failed to receive them. I failed to to lay hold of them because of uh, this poverty mentality or this poverty philosophy that I had adopted. I'm going to say it again. You cannot move forward. You cannot receive the things that God has for you with that mentality. That mentality will stop you from receiving God's best once again every time. You know, sometimes this it may not be enough, but it'll do mentality. It, it will will express itself in other ways. You may have a car that and you should have gotten rid of this car 10 years ago. Every 150 miles, that car breaks down on you. And, you know, the Lord been dealing with you about get you another car, get you another car, get you another car. But you know what? You say, well, no, I'm a I'm a fix on this car. I'm a I'm a work on this car. Now, this car is your only means of transportation, but you won't listen to the voice of God. You know, sometimes we can be guilty of, listen, wanting God to do this great thing for us, but we will not take care of the things that God is dealing with us to take care of. Let's go back to the car situation. You're believing God for a house, but God is trying to tell you, you need to get you a car. You're trying to jump on this level, but you have not taken care of this level down here. You cannot get to that level, the house, until you take care of what God is telling you to take care of. Now, I understand in the natural, they do not want you to get things like a car because of the, the debt ratio. But if God is telling you to do this, you need to do it because he has a way made. In fact, I'm giving you another story. I reminded this this person uh, said that God had been dealing with them about getting a car. Well, that person said, well, you know, this car works and, and, you know, we'll be fine. Well, it was one hot summer day and this person was driving on the road and the person's car broke down. And this person looked up to heaven and said, God, you got to help. By the time that person said that, God reminded that of that person that I told you to get a car a long time ago. You didn't get a car and you stuck in this mess. Well, that person learned the lesson, got the car towed and got a car. Now, it's funny. After this person purchased a car, then God opened up the doors for that person to get a house. The point is this. You're trying to do what, what you're trying to, to to get something on this level. But God has been dealing with your heart to get take care of this need. You're trying to get this, but can you buy yourself a belt? Can you buy yourself some sock? Can you buy yourself these basic things? You can take care of that, but you know what? That it may not be enough, but it'll do mentality will keep you from doing those things. You'll say, oh, I get it later, but yet you're believing God for something greater. This is a poverty mentality that will keep you from receiving God's best. Now, let's look for a moment. Do you believe that God is going to bless you or, or, or use someone else to meet your needs? 
when he's already given you the power and the resources to get, to meet that need yourself. Now, I'm talking about what God has specifically told you to meet that need. But yet you're still believing God for something greater. You all, let me tell you something. God is a God of order. If you will not handle the business that God is telling you to do, if you will not obey God, we're talking about in meeting your own needs. We're not even talking about sowing right now. We're talking about in meeting your own needs. Then don't expect God to bless you with that on the next level. As I gave the example of dealing with the car in the house. You must be, listen, when you do things like that, what you're saying is you don't trust God. You won't trust God to meet your own needs when he's given you the resource to do so. Can you obey God on the level that you're on? See, if you notice the enemy is a master of, of getting your mind or, or, or letting you focus on things up here, yet ignoring what God is telling you to do on this level. He will keep you in this la-la land, so to speak, because as long as you're there, you're blinded of what you should be taking care of now. And the enemy knows as long as you have your mind up there, you'll never reach there because you do not, you have not taken care of things you're supposed to take care of. You know what God is dealing with you. Well, you know what God has been telling you what you need to do, what you need to purchase. You know, what difference does it make if you have a, a bank full of money but you won't take care of your own needs. It doesn't really make a difference. So you may be asking, okay, brother pastor, I hear you. How do I change this mentality? Well, I'm glad you asked. First of all, you need to ask God to forgive you for this poverty mentality, because you know that God's been beckoning you for a long time to get this, get that, get this. But your money says no, or it's not even the money. You just say, I'll get to it another time. Remember the example I've get, I given regarding the shoes. I'll get it another time. No faith is now. You're supposed to get this now. So after you ask the Lord, after you repent, you need to ask God, listen, God, show me what I need to get. He'll show you. He'll remind you. Take care of that like yesterday. Take care of it. Some of y'all, you may be saying, well, if I do that, that's going to take all the money that I have. Well, if God is telling you, you need to take care of that, go take care of it. Remember the example I given regarding the shoes? A check was waiting on me. An unexpected check was waiting on me on Monday morning. I couldn't go back to get it. God has sent me this evening. You're listening to this message to check your heart. God, is there something that I should have done for myself some things I was supposed to do that I didn't do I put it off not trying to purposely disobey you God but I put it off because I just didn't think it was important but it's that very thing that's keeping me from receiving your best it's keeping me from receiving what you have for me the word of God says he'll supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory but you have to take care, once again, the needs that you can take care of on this level. You all, God loves you. He loves me. He loves us. So he wants us to, once again, tonight's lesson, to take care of the things we're supposed to take care of. This, it may not be enough, but it'll do mentality. That's a poverty mindset from the enemy. The purpose of this mindset is to keep you from moving 
forward. Once again, the enemy understands if I keep that person with that mentality, they'll never receive God's best. They'll never receive the dreams and desires that they have because they're not operating or on the level that they're that they should be operating. Let's look at another point. A person with that mentality that it may not be enough, but it'll do. Basically, what they're saying is what I have is it functions. It's functional. It may not be the best, but it functions. But the problem is this mentality, once again, is contrary to God's word. Let me say it this way. We know everything in heaven functions, but it functions on the God standard. Streets that are paved with gold. If you notice, he doesn't use asphalt, but gold. You, in heaven, you walk on gold. You walk on gold. He'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. When God supplies you with something, he wants to supply your needs with something that you want and desire. It has to do more than have functionality, if you will. He wants you to enjoy. The word of God says he's giving you all things richly to enjoy. He wants you to enjoy whatever it is he's giving you. Remember the example once again, the shoes. He wanted me to enjoy that high-end shoe, but it was my poverty thinking that kept me from receiving God's best or according to his riches in glory. So once again, listen to me well. Shun or stop that it may not be enough, but it'll do mentality because that mentality is keeping me or keeping you from receiving God's best. And embrace God's word that says he'll supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Have faith that God is going to meet your every need. Have faith to to spend the money that you have to to take care of your own needs. Amen. Let God supply your needs. Shun that mentality of it may not be enough, but it'll do. And once again, reach for God's best. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.